0: Lotus FM News with Siddhisha Naidu. Three o'clock, good afternoon. The Central Executive Committee meeting of Trade Union Federation KOSATU is well underway at the headquarters in Johannesburg. Amongst issues on the agenda is preparations for the Special National Congress, which was previously requested by several affiliates. The conference, scheduled for July 13th and 14th, is expected to discuss the state of the federation. It has been rocked by divisions precipitated by the expulsion of General Secretary Zuelinzi Vavi and Kosatu's former biggest affiliate, NUMSA. CWU and Pawusa, which were part of the unions which boycotted previous CEC meetings, are in attendance today. Some foreign nationals living in the country say the condemnation of xenophobic attacks by several government leaders during today's Africa Day celebrations has helped in the healing of wounds caused by recent xenophobic attacks experienced in various parts of the country. This foreign national was part of Limpopo's Africa Day celebrations.
1: It's not easy to be here because we've seen what is happening for some months now. Nobody is happy about it and we can see that South Africa, they are trying to bring everybody to together because without love peace the country can move forward Uh, right now today we can see that the premier is here the emissaries are here just to make foreigners believe and understand that whatever that happens here is not part of them anything that goes wrong in the country they are not part of it
0: the international NGO Wild Aid has warned South African authorities against legalizing the trade in rhino horn. Visiting CEO and founder of Wild Aid, Peter Knight, is in Cape Town to convey the warning. He says there's been a boom in the sale of the horn in Vietnam, partly due to the myth that it can cure cancer, among other alleged medicinal properties. Knight says their experience shows banning the trade is the best policy. With wildlife, we've seen cases like Taiwan or with the ivory ban in 1989 where consumers have shunned the products and then the poaching has gone down because it's no longer as financially uh, profitable to do it anymore. And finally, one month after the devastating earthquake in Nepal, the country's finance minister has defended his government's handling of the crisis. He has also accused international aid agencies of bypassing Nepal's institutions. Many Nepalese have criticized the country's politicians for being slow to respond. The BBC's Anu Ananth reports.
2: In an exclusive interview with the BBC, Nepal's finance minister, Dr. Ramsharan Mahat, said it will take at least five years for what he described as the country's resurrection from rubble and ashes. He said although the world had helped in the rescue effort, less than 10% of what has been spent so far on relief has come from foreign donors. He dismissed criticisms over Nepal's lack of financial transparency and denied that the government had made serious mistakes in its emergency response. One month on from the most powerful earthquakes in Nepal's history, more than 8,600 people have died, hundreds of thousands remain homeless.
0: Top story, the Central Executive Committee meeting of Trade Union Federation, KOSATU, is well underway at the headquarters in Johannesburg. For Lotus FM News, I'm Sudi Naidu. I'll be back at four.